unique items for strange times. That's PatriotDepot.com. For instance, when you and your friend are playing your favorite drinking games via social media while listening to Joe Biden babble about nothing, you can win in style with your Trump 45 bullet shot glass and then cope with that hangover by pouring some coffee in your Trump camper mug. PatriotDepot.com is the place to find these and more. Remember promo code USA. They even have the Trump lawn gnome to keep you company. This is the site for all of your favorite MAGA merchandise. So many other exciting products are at PatriotDepot.com or call 844-377-8052 using the promo code USA for a great discount. That's 844-377-8052 or PatriotDepot.com. And don't forget the promo code USA. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to hour two of the most exciting, entertaining, and social distancing, sometimes informative show on earth. That's Radio Law Talk. I'm Fred Penny, your host, with my co-host, Denise Dirks, and uh, Todd Kunin. By the way, I talked to your brother, David. That's why I paused for a second. Uh, he called me the other day. I didn't tell you that. What did he call you? I don't know. He just called <laughs> Not me. why. What? what did he yeah, call yeah, you? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He said something about you. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell everybody over the... Something about cats and, and Todd. Oh, so. oh, brother. And then we have Cal Hunter behind the glass, our producer. Thanks. Three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner. Call us. I'm going to go fast past that so we can't comment. 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. Comment away. This is a cat-free control room That's and exactly, an Emmy-free control room. That's as exactly it right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Call us at 855-529-7234. Or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We have an Instagram. We have TikTok. We do everything. In fact, we're going to do a TikTok after the show today. We'll have some fun. Today, we're going to talk. We're going to have a case or no case as usual. We're going to talk about Lori Vallow. Boy, oh, boy, this is... That weird case out of Idaho uh, that uh, we we had some interesting comments about throughout uh, the past what few months uh, since last October. Yeah, last October, whenever it was that uh, that this case first came forth. By the way, go to www.radiolawtalk.com and you can go back and search. We we're looking for during the break a certain uh, podcast or show we did, and they searched it and we found it just by putting the name of. Manafort or whatever we wanted to look up, and it, we found it immediately. So if you want to anything that you want to research, um, uh, and our show has talked about it, just go to the website and. and that makes it. it easy to talk around the dinner table. By the way. Yeah. You could just do a quick search and find out when we talked about it. And, and what then, we said. Yeah. That's exactly right. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Justin Bieber is bringing a lawsuit. That's interesting. Elton John's ex or former wife is suing him and then we got jesse smollett we got to talk about that that's that's like a car wreck when you drive by you try not to look but the, everyone's slowing down and it's not in your on your side of the freeway it's the other side of the freeway but you have to slow down to look that's the jesse smollett case it's it's something you just have to stop and look at so we're going to discuss that but more important than all that stuff cal is the the thing that you 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 live for you eat and breathe 
you you kneel and pray about. Live for and die with. As now it's time to play Case or No right. Case. Yay! I take you back now to the year 2012 in the Radio Law Talk Wayback Machine when Samuel Cutrofielli decided to rob 90-year-old Jay Leone. Cutrofielli broke into Leone's home, tied up Leone's hands before he started to rummage through his house looking for something to take out. Leone, the victim, managed to free his hands and convinc- uh, convinced Cutrofielli to let him use the bathroom. While he was in there, Leone grabbed one of five handguns he had stashed in there and confronted the burglar. Cutrofelli fired his gun and hit Mr. Leone, the victim, in the jaw. Leone fired back, hitting Cutrofelli four times. Cutrofelli managed to wrestle the gun away from Leone, but uh, and then held the gun up to his head and went click and no bullets left. So later on, he was sentenced to 86 years to life. That part is a no-brainer. But then... Mr. Cutrofelli then decided he wanted to see if he had a course for legal action against his victim. He said, this man shot me negligently, dis- negligently di- discharged a firearm negligently, uh, easy for me to say, negligently during our confrontation, and he caused me great bodily injury and financial damage, and I'm going to seek counsel to see if I have a case. And so, Todd, this is a criminal slash civil case should be right up your alley. What do you think? Case or no case? So the guy that uh, the guy that broke in the house wants to sue the guy that shot him. That's correct. Okay. W- where was this? Florida, I believe. Oh, Florida man. Okay. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I told you there's a website, Jeff, Florida man. Yeah. All right. I will say that this is a case and that the uh, plaintiff, as stated, the, the guy that got convicted that now wants to sue loses his case gets dismissed rather quickly in court hmm. because uh because the judge just says yeah no i mean he tries to file something but it just doesn't work out and because he's behind bars and no so case he loses so you're saying it's one of those i got bored in the prison library and i thought why am i not getting paid you know that kind of thing or something like pretty, that pretty much yeah. pretty much denise what say you case or no case um did the robber have a gun initially or did he, he st- did Oh, so he yeah. had a gun. Right. Okay. And so then uh, Leone got one of his five guns and went to shoot the robber. Came out blazoned, yeah. yeah. And then the robber tried to actually kill Leone, but there was no more bullets in his gun. Correct. And both of them lived through this. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, I say that something tells me this is the case and that the robber wins. Okay. She and wanted to say the robber loses, but she cannot agree with me 100% agree with twice, twice in a no, row. No, 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 no. It's because it has to be something kinky about it. Mm. What's kinky got to do with well, it? Well, it's just... Hinky. I she, think she meant hinky. She, she probably kinky. meant hinky. I mean, what is it? Oh, put him up. Odd. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Odd. Hands behind your back. I brought cuffs. <laughs> never mind the fur. I never thought of kinky like that. Okay, it's you mean hinky. The, okay. Like right. the Robin right. Williams joke, search me, I might have a gun. You know, that yeah, okay. she, she claims she didn't Find think Find the any, gun, I dare you. She claims that her mind did not go there with kinky. What was the, uh, what was the, what was the verdict? What was the first result of the first? Cosby case. What all did you I, say that happened? All I gotta say is I'm glad <laughs> she. Trial. I'm glad she had a Freudian slip like I do all the time. Yes. <laughs> Pardon me, man. Your Freudian slip is showing. But and, the... Okay, Fred. So let me ask you, my friend. Uh, case <sighs> or no case? You were wondering why they lived through this. Four shots. One shot with guns. Yeah. Five you didn't altogether, say the details. Yeah. I I know what's yeah. going on in this case. I know this case, Cal. You do. It was BB guns. 
they were shooting BB guns at each other. And I don't so, think so. And so four, Water pistols. Yeah, no, BB guns. So four BB guns to the uh, torso and one to the eye. That's why they all went to the hospital. But uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this clearly is a case. Uh, Cal, you took the words right out of my mouth. I said, of course this is a case because this guy's sitting there for 88 years in prison and has nothing to do, so he files the lawsuit. But, you know, the knee-jerk reaction is he loses. But... I think, you, Denise, you're right. It's just so off the yeah. wall. It can't be. So I'm going to say Case, and he – I'm going to go with Todd. He loses. And, I, and so I'm going to say that the, the homeowner's insurance gets involved. Okay. I, wonder, I wonder if it was – I don't know if he was a renter or a homeowner. That's a good question. Okay. Uh, okay. So now – so those of you who say this is a case, who was that? That was Fred, All of us. Denise, and Todd. Well, congratulations to you. It was, yes. in fact, the case. And, right. the, and those of you who say that the prisoner, the shooter, who said, hey, you shot me, and that cost me money. Those of you who say he won, let's see, that would be Denise. Oh, Denise, I'm so sorry. Yes. So yeah, it was a normal It's, it's just standard. a straightforward thing. The, oh. the guy, the prison lawyer who wanted to lawyer himself, ended up failing in his attempt to recover losses for the five bullet holes that his alleged victim put into him. And that, ladies and gentlemen, rather straightforward, but still intriguing in its own way, is case or no case. And we're oh, dang it. <laughs> okay, let's set this up. All right, I'm going to set this up. Here we go. Let's step back in history here. We have two people, a lady by the name of Lori. Most of you might know what's going on, but I want you to understand the background. Lori Vallow and a guy by the name of Chad Daybell. And by the way, uh, these two individuals, um, uh, one guy, Chad Daybell, I believe a friend of a friend knew who he was. Um, but he's a odd duck is what I want to say. To say the least. And Lori is an odd duck. So I didn't realize. You guys, what, I'm a duck. How come you're using that yeah, expression? I didn't realize we're all we're out of time. But I want to go through the history of what these people are, what they believe, yeah. how they got to where they are today, and then we'll see what the latest uh, issues are and what they found. We'll be back after this. If you're one of those people who likes podcasts, remember you can listen to all of our Radio Law Talk programs since the genesis of the show by going to RadioLawTalk.com and. There's a big button there and all kinds of them, so you can do that as well. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti questus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Carol, I don't want to read all this. Can't we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. Fifteen... 14? 31? I mean, 13? We, we took, took a left, left on, on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. I'm a veteran. We hit a mine in Vietnam. When I came home, I didn't know where to turn. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory's been never giving up hope. My wife is always there to remind me we have a life to live. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran, but after I got out, I spent two years alone and homeless. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was finding the support to get back on my feet. Now I'm getting things right with my family. I finally admitted, with my PTSD, I wasn't doing well. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Now I wish I'd found DAV sooner. I am a veteran. My victory is just enjoying each day. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. So this Chad Daybell, he is uh, an author and has a podcast, and he's kind of a doomsdayer, into the world type person. 
lived in Idaho, had a wife and some children, I believe three or four children, I can't remember. Um, and then uh, this Lori Vallow has, is married to her husband, and uh, they, she has what, one or, she has a few children, one or two, two children. And um, the situation is Lori Vallow starts following his, apparently his podcasts or his writings or met him and started following his doomsday predictions. He, he, uh, this Chad Daybell writes supposedly fictional books about the end of the world and, 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 and then it goes to a further extreme that he believes on, July, I think it's July 22nd, 2020, I think it's coming up that there's going to be the end of the world uh, and Lori Vallow starts getting more and more involved with this uh, J, uh, Chad Daybell. Well, what happens is uh, they, uh, Lori brings her children, correct? When then there was a younger one and an older one. One I think is, is uh, what, uh, one 17-year-old and 7-year-old. A 17-year-old and 7-year-old. JJ, who is 7, and uh, Tylee is... 17. So what happens is uh, Lori, um, let's let's back up. Chad's wife somehow dies of natural causes. And by by the way, they were young, 30s or 40s. I think they're 30s or 40s. 40s, I think 40s. And she dies of natural causes. They bury her. And he marries Lori Vallow within two weeks after his wife quote, dies of natural causes. And the wife dying of natural causes was either a month or two months after Lori Vallow had relocated from Arizona to Rexburg, Idaho, where the Daybells lived. And after her brother, Lori Vallow's brother, had killed her husband. In self-defense claim, allegedly. Now, the best part about that is if you go back, you can look on YouTube and it shows her, they videoed it. Actually, the police videoed when they showed up and the brother sitting outside on the, you know, by the street and the husband's dead, her husband's dead in the house. She shows up and you got to see her reaction, Lori Vallow's reaction. I mean, you know, uh, ma'am, your husband has just been killed by your brother. You know, just, and to her, it, you've got to see her reaction. Oh really? Oh, hold on, I gotta get my shopping uh, bags out of the car really quick. It just was just her demeanor was bizarre, uh, not almost not caring. Like, oh, what what happened? And so that happens, and then her brother dies of a blood clot. Blood clot. Mm-hmm. Quote blood clot. Everybody's dying around these people. So then what happens is they believe the end of the world's coming July twenty second. And then they interview a, a show, I, I don't know if it's 2020, 60 Minutes, whatever, interviews the one of the best friends of Lori Vallow that knew her through church. And she goes on to these bizarre things that Lori would talk about, including, but not limited to, you know, this end of the world, I don't want my children to go through this, it's going to be horrific, I feel bad for my children, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, when the children disappear in September of 2019... Um, uh, you know, they go to, they, they happen. It, it's a, this terrible thing that's going to happen. Her and Chad are worried about, you know, so much, but, oh, but they go to Hawaii. Well, they're hanging out in Hawaii. It, it's be, because doomsday scenarios don't apply to Hawaii. 
Yeah, so that so that's the because sense. Where it would be better to have doomsday. What better sight. place to ease your mind over yes. your missing yes. children, yes. And, so he, and zombies can't swim, but that's we'll talk exactly about that right. in a second. So let's, let's continue with the story. So what happens is the following. They can't find the kids. So, you know, in I, Rexburg, Idaho, the DA's like, I've got to find something. You know, there's something here. So they get a court order. To say where are the children? Because the children have disappeared. The grandparents are worried about them. Haven't seen them in a long time. That's right. It was the grandparents' request for a welfare check on the children because they hadn't heard from the well, and that's what gave the DA the authority to get a court order to do that. They can't just you know make it up. Somebody's got to make a complaint. Yeah, that's they first had from. to find the, the yeah. uh, Lori and Chad, and they found them in Hawaii. And so they, she gets served these orders to and produce. And she got, she got an order to show cause right. to produce the children right. um, in Idaho. And if she did not, then she was going to be in contempt of court. Right. So here's some interesting things that occur. A DA gets the phone call from a individual in Idaho that is uh, has storage units. And there's pictures of Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell, and her brother, taking out these big bags that are, it shows them, I've seen the video, just like they can barely lift them in these, like, trash bags and putting them in the back of their vehicle and then driving away. And just more suspicious stuff. So, uh, you know, so what happens to Lori, guys? What's the next thing that happens to Lori is she doesn't... She doesn't show up Mm -hmm. at the time. She doesn't produce the children. And the court issues an order to show cause why she shouldn't be held in contempt for not showing up to produce the children. And she and so that order goes out, and it is ultimately learned that she and Chad Daybell had relocated to Hawaii. So the next wrinkle here was we found her in Hawaii. How do we get her from Hawaii back to Rexburg so she can go before the judge and the judge can say, okay, why shouldn't I hold you in contempt? That's the mechanism that they were using to bring her back to Rexburg. She actually did not fight the extradition. That's right. And extradition is when one state uh, tries to get um, an alleged criminal from another state into their jurisdiction. She comes back. She's got a million-dollar bond, and they put her in jail pending her um, her um, hearing trial, her yes. hearing and trial. So we're going to set this up. So something recently occurs that we want to discuss, and we got a criminal lawyer here, Todd Cunin, that handles former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and California, and uh, now has his own criminal law practice. We're going to discuss a few things that now is the latest findings and some interesting evidence. And we'll be back and discuss it right after this. The wheels of justice may turn slowly, but we're on every turn right here on Radio Law Talk. So stay tuned as our discussion continues. Don't go away. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dish, dish, dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. As my wife says, this, these people are cray-cray. <laughs> I don't, innocent until proven guilty, but I don't, ignore even that. These people are cray-cray. So what happens next on the day bill, we're talking about day bill and Lori Vallow, is a neighbor to uh, day bill, and he lives in a place called Salem, Idaho, which is near Rexburg, Idaho. It's up north. It's not too far from the Wyoming border. Um... But uh, as, and he he sees that they're the neighbor sees that they're they have a, some bonfires going. I'm like bonfire? How can you have a bonfire going in your backyard? But you look at it, and Todd pulled it up and showed us. It's basically uh, a, you know a, a house with looks like a couple acres on it, right, Todd? Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty rural it's a area. Rural it's it's not yeah. like in the middle of town, okay. and and it looks like the the Daybell residence. Just I'm going to conservatively say it looks like it's sitting on at least five acres there, probably yeah, even more. might be. You're right. So they've got acreage. And so what does the neighbor call in, in state? So, so what happened was the uh, law enforcement got a warrant to go out and search the property earlier, like in November, December. I think it was January. Okay, January. January. They got, a, they got a, a warrant to go out, and they, they didn't find any remains, anything like that. And after serving that search warrant, sometime between that first search and recently, a neighbor came forward and said, you know, they had a bonfire on that property, and it was right there, and they showed where it was. In fact, there were two of them. 
Yes, that's right. There were yeah. two bonfires. I mean, he said there were two, yeah. And yeah. so the, the law enforcement went back, got another warrant, came in, and searched specifically the area where the bonfires were, and that's where they found two sets of human remains. And um, the, cell phone. Something about a cell phone Denise brought up too. Well, they, well, they they, they I kind of identified the exact location um, of those the bonfires, and then they observed pings from Lori Vallow's brother cell phone that happened to be right at the bonfire site and right around the same time that the bonfires occurred. And, yeah. and they brought in the heavy hitters to help. They brought in the feds. The FBI was there assisting this time, right. unlike the first search is my understanding. Right. I mean, they said, okay, that's enough. No more messing around. We're going to deal with this. And I, uh, yeah, very impressive. Bringing the big dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're looking to see who's involved. And, and Vallow's brother lived in Arizona, but it's important that he, even though he lived down there, that his cell phone was pinging in Rexburg, Idaho, near the house, at the same time the neighbor says these bonfires were... Is that the brother that that died? That's the brother that died. That's the brother that defended himself against Mr. Vallow. Supposedly. Yeah, allegedly. um, Lori's previous husband. But I think they were still investigating that. I don't know. And now they're investigating the death of Daybell's wife that was supposed a natural causes death. Yes, because one of the suspicious things in that death is when she died, again, this was about two months after Vallow relocated from Arizona to Rexburg to because you know, she was a, a follower of Daybell. Two months after she relocates, Daybell's wife died. Two weeks after that, they get married. Vallow right, and, and the Daybell, children are already disappeared before they got married. Yes, and the, so children the children have already are disappeared. Already but the 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 question that they had was Daybell specifically requested that no autopsy be performed on his spouse who had died of natural causes. And Idaho is not a until we're going to do it if we need to state. It's yes. not, you have to get permission. And, and yeah. so yeah. so now they're investigating it. Now, not a lot has been said about this investigation. It was just announced in April that they were reopening that investigation and not much has come out. And they brought up, they, they exhumed her body. Yes. yes. And, and that. That, that would naturally uh, be something that they would investigate, but we haven't heard much. They are taking a look at that. So though. what have they, so the re, most recent thing, we're, why we're here talking about this, is they found remains at uh, Daybell's place in Salem, Idaho, and and that's all we know right now. But uh, did they say what type of remains? Yeah, they're or? children. No, no, no. But we're saying is yes. Yeah, someone said that they found out that it was the children. The well, the, fa- the fa- family said it was the children, but right, the, the even the authorities said they were children's remains. Right. Yes. But they have not formally identified the children yet as being the victims. Yeah. But here, here's a good question for you, Todd. Why did Daybell and Vallow get married? What protection did they get by getting married? Well, there is the spousal privilege uh, protection that they have. So one, Vallow, if she were prosecuted, would be able to assert the spousal privilege to preclude Daybell from testifying against her. And Daybell, if prosecuted, would be able to assert that same privilege to keep Vallow from testifying against him. Uh, And, you know, that's what they're what they're looking at there but uh so far right now it's interesting the charges because until they fully identify and get the cause of death and they're working on all of yeah, that to, to find out but right now Daybell is is charged with things like uh improper concealment of a body obstruction of justice and and Vallow I believe they've added a murder charge to Vallow at this time. I think they have. Well, they went and popped him the day of the search. They went, yes. I mean, they went Yeah, but they back. just arrested him. They didn't really charge right. him until a little bit later. Right. But um, uh, 
she's valo has been charged with child abandonment conspiring to solicit to commit a crime and contempt of court so the committing of crime the only thing i can think of is the conspiracy to commit or to solicit to commit a crime would be her husband with her brother i just don't know i mean it's very we don't have a lot of information. And did they just take care of a witness who would be able to testify when that other person was deceased? I mean, that makes it rife for speculation, doesn't it? Yeah. But the one thing that struck me about all of this was there were two women married to the same guy who was a doomsday writer. And I'm thinking, what, in Idaho they have doomsday groupies, end-of-the-world groupies who seek out these? I mean, it was a fascinating aspect yeah. of this. Yeah, you know? very, very yeah. weird. But you know what I found to be most compelling? that nobody except for the grandparents reported the children missing not valo the mother and not daybell the stepfather nobody reported those children wow. missing until the grandparents stepped grandparents in. are probably going this is some weird stuff going on yeah. they probably knew I, they, I didn't know but they knew that there's some weird 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 so, stuff going on and some, didn't like it some of the information coming out about Lori Vallow with regard to statements that she had made previously about her kids in the doomsday culture there is there's this thing they refer to folks as zombies it's not the walking dead type zombies but the the belief is that the natural spirit of the individual has been replaced by an evil spirit and that's the term zombie that they used and Lori Vallow had the friend her friends have come forward to say that Lori Vallow had told them that she believed that her kids were zombies that their natural spirits were gone and that they were the hosts for evil spirits in one such conversation um the daughter, who was 17, overheard her mom say it. And and this person who came forward heard the daughter in the background say, I'm not a zombie, Mom. <laughs> and so it was something that she would talk openly about in front of her children. Wow. And and that obviously is something the prosecution is going to be looking at as a, uh, as, as a motive. If you think that your child is just a host for an evil spirit, that's what they do. But the other thing that's going to come out is there's going to be one heck of a psyche, Val, done on both of these folks. Do you think? To yeah. see. Yeah. Um, to see whether they're and I would just point out this based upon the teasing I received in the first hour this is why I don't date <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay these people are crazy and, oh, and you know what if, if cats right. if cats will weed out these kind of nutballs they're staying on my profile <laughs> that is a good point well so we're going to follow this this is very interesting I, I guess we'll know after July 22nd right well, if we're still here I yeah. mean you know the, the Vallow and, and Daybell they Say may be looking July back 22nd, going, hey, hey look as long I, I will waive time up to July 22nd because after that it doesn't matter and yeah. then and then when we're still here on july 23rd that's when you're going to have the she did it yeah. it was her yeah <laughs> interesting we got elton john and his ex-wife uh apparently elton john and his ex-wife renate what blau b-l-a-u-e-l blau i don't know how to pronounce renata b renata b um they were married i remember when they got married in 1983 uh, it was uh, divorced in 1988, so 83 to 88, five years married, and then and we all know what happened. Elton John came out later and, and said he was a gay, and and apparently he he at least according to a number of people, Elton John always talked positive about his w former wife and l said he loved her and and wanted her to be part of his life. Well, she's now brought a lawsuit against him. Um, and we're going to talk about it. it's actually an injunction 
against him and why and what the situation is. We don't know exactly, but we're going to talk briefly about that. And then we got to get into Jesse Smollett right after that. So stay tuned. We can listen to a little bit of Elton John. What a great singer. What great music he always had. And it reminds me of growing up. Good writer, too. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. He and uh, Bernie Toppin did a lot of his lyrics. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for this segment of Radio Law Talk. But as Fred pointed out, there's much more straight ahead. So you stay right there. We'll be right back. We promise. I can do. My gift is my song, yeah. And this one's for you. And you can tell everybody. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. That is Armadillo. Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So this uh, case that has been brought by uh, Elton John's ex-wife, apparently they did get along, but they don't. Uh, Elton John has admitted they haven't talked uh, pretty much since uh, they divorced, or very little. In fact, Elton says he's uh, tried to invite her over to be part of the family that is her, him and his husband and the children. And uh, she basically politely declined. But it, it all seems very uh, amicable and, and things, uh, and, and she's very uh, quiet and to herself and doesn't like to be bothered. But we found out something about the divorce decree. What did we find out about the divorce decree in 1988? That they had signed a non-disclosure agreement what and they that? would not discuss publicly um, anything about their their marriage. Yeah, I mean, this is a quote from Elton John. Uh, this is what he said about her. I've broken the heart of someone I loved and who loved me unconditionally. Someone I couldn't fault in any way, he wrote. So, because this is coming out, he just recently, what came out? What what was the uh, Rocket Rocket Man? His, uh, what was it? The, it's the a movie. biopic. It's they, what, bi- bio, bio a biopic, yeah. Biopic, yeah. yeah. And I believe that's based upon the book that he released called Me. And in, in one of the articles that we read that Denise had found, it was it was understood that she, the uh, former spouse, had reminded Elton John that they had this non-disclosure agreement. And so there was, I guess it's believed that there was an agreement about what would be in the book, Me, that came out. But the question here is, if the movie... The biopic that's coming out includes things that go beyond the agreement in the book. Then you could see why there would be a uh, request for an injunction to keep that from coming out because it, it, it goes beyond what the lawyers had hashed out. I wonder if she's getting paid by – I wonder if she receives a stipend or something. Elton's so wealthy. Yeah. You know, you wonder if she has you know, they received any money or he's paid her or how comfortably is she, is she living? 
I, you know, I don't know, but my guess is she's probably not hurting. My speculation is she's remained quiet on all of this because yes. she got money, and in order to keep the money and be in terms of the keeping of the agreement she signed at the end of the divorce, she probably had to keep her lips shut. That's Elton just John's my net worth, yeah. according to uh, Smooth Radio, uh, $500 million. Oh, is that all? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would point this out, Frank. You had talked about or earlier. You you mentioned that Elton John had said, you know, look, I, we invited her when when we had the kids, when he and his partner had uh, the kids, and and she had politely declined. That wasn't said by Elton John as a, you know, we're trying to do everything we can, and she's just giving thumbing her nose at us. That was actually said very admirably as yes. as as Elton John spoke of her. He he was really quick to point out in his book that look. At the time we got married and after we got married, he said, I was struggling with my sexual identity and with my sexuality. And she was and drug addiction. And, and she was very understanding of all that. And then he points out that, look, after we got divorced, there were no shortage of of tabloids and reporters that would show up on her doorstep, as he as he described it, wanting her to dish the dirt. And at every turn, she politely declined and didn't do it. She has remained really silent. Good. And and and, you know, we've invited her here. And so, radio when, law so, talk? So, so, so when that came up and he said, we've invited her as the kids were born, oh, oh. it was it was to say we did it out of courtesy because we highly respect her and we also highly respect her decision not to come. It, 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 everything has been very – him speaking of her very highly. And based on that, I would be very surprised if there wasn't some sort of uh, financial – consideration just to make sure she's taken care of not not just to keep her quiet but because he feels better he, he loves her he, he says he, he loves her and he wants to make sure she's taken care of yeah so I, I bet elton john probably does support her in some way and yeah and helps her out and and that's that's it wasn't like it was like a one-year marriage and it basically sounded like it broke up because his there's issues with the, his sexuality where yeah. he didn't he wasn't uh, attracted apparently to her so uh, anyway, that's that's where we are with Elton John. We're going to follow this. In England, though, they don't once they file, they could keep them private, right? The, the cases uh, and the filings don't necessarily aren't uh, public. Is that right, Denise? You know what? I don't know the answer to that, well, but I, I can I assume wonder. I can assume that. Yeah. Um, just because um, because there's know. not a whole lot known about what's in her right. complaint. Right. Except but, that she's seeking injunction, which is trying to keep him from doing something. something. Right. Maybe disclosing private facts. When is this uh, bio coming out? This did it say, or do we know? It's Rocket out. Man already it's came out. out. Yeah, it came out, out already. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then why? It's it's kind of after the fact, then, isn't it? Well, I, it why could be trying to keep him from talking about it further or okay. discussing her further because she has a right to privacy. Right. And even though, you know, in, in the United States, it's a little different as to public people, and she could arguably be that. But in, in England, that's not the case. And so she has a right to maintain her privacy. And so maybe there's something she's worried about that he might say right. in response to questions about Rocket And Man. it's also possible she's just had enough of it, don't you think? Yeah. She maybe said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. That's a part right. of my past, you know. I mean, let's move oh, on. Yeah, yeah, and kind of a sad part of my yeah, past. I would think. You yeah. know, an, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and if there's a possibility that somebody is going to put something in a memoir that might breach the confidentiality, um, I, I, it makes, to me, a lot of sense for somebody in her position to file the injunction, to take a look at it, to see if it's there, 
as opposed to sitting back and waiting, and then something public comes out, and now you're in the position of trying to defuse a bomb that's already gone off. So I I get why this happens. And she may have said to Elton, you'd better not. Please don't do this. Yes. Please don't drag my name out there again. Please, uh, if you right. do, I'm good. Please don't do this. Right. You know, and, and that's she, just my thinking on it. But, and yeah. honestly, if she has really kept his secrets all this time, like he says that she has, what would have been the harm in letting her review the manuscript before it came out or letting her review something? Because she has certainly shown that she's not going to divulge anything. And so what would be the harm for her and her attorneys to look at it and say, yeah, we don't like this or no, no everything's fine. Let it go forward. So we'll see. We're going to follow that uh, for sure, but we've got Jesse Smollett we need to talk about. And this is a criminal case. <laughs> Look, I like I did the last one. I am not going to go through the history of this. We know Jesse Smollett <clears throat> tried to allege uh, an attack. Uh, racist and homophobic uh, individuals attacked him, basically because the guy's, uh, you know, his his acting career was going down. He was trying to, you know, push it up, and there's big issues about, you know, oh, why he wasn't prosecuted for bringing a false claim. And there's political issues here in Chicago uh, as to why the prosecutor didn't do that. They uh, they recused her, um, and then they brought in an outside independent prosecutor to prosecute him. Um, and now the big issue that's going on is with this trial is the individuals, Todd, that testified against him that said that he had hired them to stage this whole thing and, and make it look like a tr- you know a Trump supporter sure. and or uh, those type of individuals attacked him late at night going while he was going to Subway at 2 a.m. in Chicago in the freezing cold. Yeah, you know? negative 16 degrees. Yeah, uh, just kind of bizarre stuff. But yeah, so so his claim was he attacked by two people, and it turns out that the two people that actually staged the attack were two brothers, uh, Abel and Ola Osundario. And those two would have been the key witnesses at trial to say, yeah, he paid me 35. He paid us 3,500 bucks to stage this. And so now both of those brothers are saying, yeah, we don't want to testify now. And their argument is the reason they say they don't want to testify is, among other things, but this is the primary one, before they had reached an agreement, the police and, and – and, agreement to testify against Smollett, the police had conducted a search of their house pursuant to a warrant and seized some firearms. The brothers would like those back. And they were legally. legally. They were legal firearms. They were legal firearms, but they were also legally seized pursuant to the warrant. And police still have custody of those and are not returning them. And so the brothers have now said, well, you know, we don't like the way you're handling this evidence. If you're not going to return it, we're not going to testify. And, and that could be used as evidence against them that, that it, as it, well. It could be. And, and the problem that they've got here is they are not free and clear yet. Because if this was a hoax that was a, a false report and falsely accused, they're co-conspirators. Essentially, the agreement is not to prosecute them in exchange for their testimony. If they want to raise an issue because of this gun, then that puts them back in the... See it as being a defendant. I don't know how smart this is. Yeah, we'll see what it is. We're going to come back and talk about it. But more important, next hour, we're going to talk about really important stuff like Justin Bieber. So I know you guys are just holding on to the edge of your seat. We're going to talk about Bear, the lawsuits with Bear, and uh, also uh, Roundup. We'll be back. Hour three. Hold on. As first said, there is much more Radio Law Talk coming up. And remember, you can listen to all past episodes or the current show live every Saturday from 9 to noon Pacific on RadioLawTalk.com.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. age, it's refreshing to find a company with values that match yours. And it's even more extraordinary when the products they make exceed your expectation in every way. That's what Michael's Naturopathic Programs has done for over 30 years. With more than 50 tried and truthful high-potency formulas, Michael's Naturopathic Programs give your body what it needs. No more guessing what herbs or vitamin, amino acid, or mineral you need. With Michael's, it's all in one bottle. From cardiovascular support to weight management to nervous system support to detox and cleansing and more michael's naturopathic programs work they have to michael himself has been giving them to his family from the very start visit michaelshealth.com and get your tried and truthful formulation today that's m-i-c-h-a-e-l-s health.com m-i-c-h-a-e-l-s health.com get a special discount when you input the code pastor greg that's pastor greg for your special discount